right, in case you're just tuning in, it's still the bottom line on New Cruise 92.7 FM. We have been talking about the concerns of a couple of Nigerian governors, particularly Governor and Samuel Autumn of Benue State saying that if the issue of insecurity is not tackled before 2023, Nigeria may have bloody polls or may not even have any polls at all. And you also have to take a cue from what happened last Saturday in Omo, where we had the AKT East constituency one by-election that led to the death of about four persons. I have now been joined via telephone by Congressman Bimbo Daramola. Congressman Bimbo Daramola is a former member of the House of Representatives, represented AKT North Federal constituency. Hello, good morning, Congressman Bimbo Daramola. Thanks for joining us on The Bottom Line this morning. Good morning, my brother. How are you, sir? I'm fine. And you? Nice. Well, okay. All right, great. I spoke earlier to Mr. Paul James, who is the program manager of Yaga Africa, and he laid uh-huh. the blame of violence during elections at the feet of politicians. He also blamed security agencies. But I'm going to pose this to you. Would you align your thoughts that you politicians, security agencies, should take the blame for violence during polls, or is it a case of overzealous supporters acting on their own initiative? Well, let me um, thank you very much for, I mean, having my, for asking for my views about this. But I think uh, there are two issues that you have raised. The first will be the concerns of uh, Arakonri, Rotimakiridulu, and Governor Autumn with regards to the elections of 2023. I think, I mean, their own concerns must have been out of the broader context of insecurity yeah, in yes. the country. Yes. Right. And then the second one is the narrow details of um, what happened or the reactions of politicians to elections. Mm-hmm. Well, my, I mean, if that is the subject matter, let me say let's, that... Let's, uh, let's take it up one after the other. So let's start off from the, the basics, the narrow one, one which uh, take a cue from what happened in Omo before we go to the bigger picture. Well, again... Um, Regretfully, uh, regretfully, let me commiserate with the families of the people who lost their, uh, in, I mean, the very dear ones at the elections, no more, and all of that. Um, it grieves my heart to know that um, a by election, you know, in one constituency, you know, will attract that level of, uh, uh, <laughs> that level of, um, uh, how do I put it? I, I wouldn't know why why it would get to the point where things would degenerate to the point where lives, innocent, precious lives, will be lost. It will appear as if that uh, it will appear as if we we taken the sanctity of lives for granted. You know, it's very despicable, and very repressible. Um, now, there are two things. Politicians, particularly the die-in-wool ones, will always want to win elections either by crook or hook. They are desperate because of power. You understand? Not what use you can deploy power to. Mm -hmm. For me, I feel that elections should be opportunity for the people, a referendum of some sort, on parties, political parties, individuals based on hand reputation. And if you're confident in your skin to know that the people will vote for you any day, it wouldn't matter then 
he would not have recourse to um, high-handedness and um, turning people's hands by their backs to ensure that election is won. And in the context of what happened in Omo um, last week Saturday, I still can't deal or process the fact that, okay, if that happened in a by-election, what would happen if this were to be a, 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 a House of Representatives election, by-election, God forbid, if this were to be a senatorial election, what would happen? And ultimately, what would what would you be expecting in 2022? You know, these are people, kinsmen, voting for one of them. And then things went south and degenerated so badly. The question is that, would you really be so desirous of serving the people at the expense of their lives? These are the people that you want to represent, or these are the people that you, you claim you are representing, either as a political party or as individuals. And then you are desirous of doing that by all means. So I take it now, that, Congressman, I take it that you are solely putting that blame at the feet of politicians. Obviously now, obviously. Obviously. Now, let me tell you this. The guys who probably went ahead to do all of those things that resulted in in uh, in uh, the death of these innocent people probably had matching orders from people who, who said, you must win these elections at all costs. And they would hack the script. And I would expect that people who would inter interrogate the processes that eventually culminated in the death of those people. Now, make no mistakes about it. I will not support anybody rigging anybody out. At a point in time in that state, we felt that we had been rigged out, we had been done in by a political party that kept on taking advantage of power at the center. I mean, you recall that... Um, that um, um, Speaker Bangkoli, at yeah. one point in time, for the, when we were, when he had the run in Oye, the Battle of Oye was called at that time, where 18,000 votes suddenly got reduced to 3,200 votes. And Bangkoli was on the podium, recorded to have said, How lo soja, how lo soja, awata lo mopo, ni josi, how lo soja, how lo soja, awata lo mopo, ni josi. Now, how altruistic can that be? That 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 can be from a mind that is that is driven by altruism or by service. Some persons would, would link this. Apologies for cutting in, uh, Congressman okay. Bimbodara Mola. But some persons would link this behavior to the attractiveness of politics in nigeria they say that mm -hmm. it is a platform where you get to uh, acquire power and also make so much money the question mm. is if politics is made less attractive in nigeria mm. would it in any way reduce this violence well most likely yes but let me also tell you that there is no leadership position that does not come with inherent and attendant perks and perks of office and pesticides. We can't cut down. What we're saying is that I agree with you with the choice of words of cutting down the attraction in it. The attraction, the higher the attraction, particularly the selfish, the self-consulted kind of politicians. And I, I have not seen 
what this attraction is personally because i'm not richer politics has not made me richer and i keep saying that and i challenge anybody to come and tell me that oh they, you, because of politics now you now have 10 cars you now have five cars you now have four cars or you now have houses everywhere or you now live large no, some, anybody, some, people, some, anybody, some people will say maybe it's because you've not occupied virtually all the positions, all the well, elective positions. The, 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 little, the, the, little, the little that I've occupied also, people have, people have taken advantage of those positions at the expense of the people. Haven't we seen what some rounds of representative people have done? Haven't we seen what some uh, honorable members at the State Assembly have done? With the, with the mandate of the people. Unfortunately, you see the point is a catch-22 situation. It's the people, I mean, and I wish we can go back in time. We can go back in time and go by the principles and the precepts that we saw in the lives of people like Obafemi Olawo. Obafemi Olawo also took advantage of being the leader of, 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 of the, of the, of the um, uh, Western Nigeria at the time got opportunities but he never lost his sight of the of what power could be deployed to you understand mm. today what do we see and so everybody at least the self-consighted and the selfish politicians only interpret getting into positions in the context of what does he mean to me the guys who have gone out to do some of those things acted on matching others or some people out of ego how do we how can we say it that we've lost this election or how can i how can i lose this election when indeed the people don't want to don't want to vote for you and so you arm twist them and once if a politician arm twists anybody to get into any position that politician can never serve you altruistically it's not possible ah somebody once said that abukeo eduewo only so edumilowo emiframi a hunchback person that people are led and said, oh, the load you are carrying on your head is bent. And the man said, it's my load that you are talking about. Am I not bent myself? The foundation is a very clean and pure election. If the election is stunning, is clean and clear and all of that, why won't they, why won't people just take it out? Okay, fine. They preferred Mr. Lagbaja to Mr. Lakashibi. And then let's see what he does with it. And then when another election cycle comes, you vote him in or you elect him or vote him out. All right. But when, yeah. po when power is taken in the context of self, it can never be to the advantage of the people. All right, in case you're just tuning in, this is still the bottom line on New Cruise 92.7 FM. I am speaking with Congressman Bimbo Daramola. We have been talking about uh, the events, the matters arising from the election violence in Omo on Saturday. And we're also looking at the national picture. What governors, Rotimi Akiwedolu of Ondo State and Samuel Autumn of Benue State have been saying about insecurity. Let us go to what the governors are saying. The bigger picture of insecurity. Earlier, Paul James of Yaga Africa said, This government, the ruling party, APC, which you're also a member of, does seems to lack the political will to tackle security. Would you see that too from that angle? Uh, oh, I don't want to think that they have lack the capacity. If a man says, take what if a man requested for 
X amount of money to do a job, and you provide that kind of money. Yes, it would be right enough for the processes and the structures to ensure that that man delivers on the task that he has appointed for himself. I will expect that people will also contextualize this. We heard that the president, among other things, had released $1 billion to the former service chiefs. And the, the NSA now came up and said, we didn't see the things they bought with the money. Who do you blame? Yes, the buck may end on the t at the table of the, of the president, but the truth of the matter is that there are people who have been mandated to also ensure that the, that those guys deliver on the task. And I've said this at different different fora, different places. It cannot, we cannot win this war with the kind of strategies that we've always used. So this is an what strategy? What oh, strategy should the president would, be looking at? This will take a lot, a lot of time to deal with. How I'm long? not too sure we can. Oh, I'm not too sure we can. I mean, on this program talking about it, I'm not too sure we can. There are a number of things. The entire, the entire gamut of um, architecture of our security and people who are connected with that. And I've advocated that at different times that why are we making this war just a military, a military? I mean, taking the military option only. There are other strategic options and strategic players that must come into the matrix to ensure that these guys will be defeated. Make no mistakes about it. The law is on our side. The law is not on the side of the insurgents. So if the law is on our side, it would mean that everything that we do, we have the backing of the law. By reason of the law, we can access more money. By reason of the law, we can we can we can deploy draconian approaches and all of those things. By reason of the law, we can. But you see, it's one thing to have the law. It's one thing to have resources. It's another thing to have the will to do so. So you we come back to the statement of this administration is lacking or does not seem to have the entire will to tackle insecurity. I, I am not. The will may be there, but um, you think it is also, not enough. I mean, they, they, you see, it, it's like having having energy to fight, but not having the strategy to fight. You you have you have, you have the, I mean, you are matched up with a, with with a heavyweight um, um, champion, and then you are skilled enough to avoid. You have depth moves enough. You remember um, that? Okay, if you compare a Mike my a Mike Tyson and Muhammad Ali, you know there are two there are two winners who deployed different strategies. Tyson had power and had strength, had vigor. And it was well built, and it's well built to be able to win. So he deployed the advantage of his size and power in his in his jabs. But Muhammad Ali deployed his footworks. You would remember him saying that I, I sting like a bee, I fight like a butterfly. So it's a matter of strategy. Having the will is not enough. What are the strategies that you are and for a war like this, you have to continuously and continually evaluate the processes that you have deployed that or you intend to deploy to win it. Don't forget that the target is the moving one. We're talking about a ragtag army everywhere, all over all, all in human history. Ragtag armies will always look for soft targets. That is known. Number two, they are moving targets. You know the war, the Vietnamese war, the, the Americans and the Vietnamese. You know the Falkland, the Falkland war. 
You understand? But the truth of the matter is that once you understand the characteristics of a particular warfare, whether symmetrical or asymmetrical, you can be too sure that you have conquered the war by 40%. Uh, Congress, so Congress, Congressman Bebo Damola, yes, this insecurity situation precedes President Muhammad Buhari's presidency. Exactly. He had four exactly. years to tackle it alongside corruption. Right. He has mm -hmm. gotten another four-year mandate. That will make it eight years by 2023. Mm. If mm. the presidency is made up of quite such intelligence, intelligent mm. people, and you would mm. begin to wonder why are they not thinking in this line of solution that you are uh, talking about? Well, for me, it's a matter of um, I'm not going to I'm not going to impute anything, and I'm not going to impugn, you know, the, their their I mean their knowledge and capacity. And all. this is just my expression. Don't forget that the first motion on security. You know, was moved of the seventh assembly. The first motion of the seventh assembly House of Representatives was moved by me out of concern on this same security matter. I titled it the um, the imagined threats to internal security and the need to set up Department of Homeland Security. That motion was moved on the seventh of July, two thousand and eleven. And I remember that the I said to them on the floor of the National Assembly that day, I said, I take Pekai Roko to back that baton. If the branches of the Roko tree does not get pruned in good time, it would demand when the when the Roko tree acquires its fullest stature, it would demand obeisance and libation from you. That is the point where the day is here now. I said that in twenty eleven. And today, so I'm. I am now. The truth of the matter is that this is not a presidency matter. There's the there's the role of the subnational government, state governments. There's the role of local governments. There's the role of the national assembly. And I, I'm, I mean, I, I was at a function yesterday where uh, secretary to the federal government said, oh, he met with uh, secretaries of uh, secretaries of state governments and all of those things. Yes, I, 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 I applaud the fact that that level of intervention is there. But the truth of the matter is that. There are so many things that goes. When the United States set up the Department of Homeland Security, you thought they were kidding. It was a response to 9/11. Mm -hmm. And today, I am not too sure they've not caught. I'm not too sure anybody would say that you can attempt um, any assault outside of the United States or inside now without being contained. Where's the role of intelligence in all of this? Where is the role of social mobilization in a lot of this? Why is the role of massive, massive deployment of or conversion of strategies in this? This time, okay, listen, these guys are not ghosts too. They're just moving targets. Where, how do we ensure that they do, the insurgents don't have a ready pool of recruits? They are killing the insurgents and more insurgents are coming. We should profile how many of them are coming. If some of them are coming from all other places that, as has been alleged, the Islams and all of those things, those could be checkmated. If we have ready recruits, a ready pool of recruits from inside, that can also be dealt with. And of course, we must contextualize the local, the realities of poverty and all of those things. But the truth of the matter is that there are strategies that are short term there are strategies that are mid-term and there are strategies that are long term all of them must be deployed at this time and i don't think that with all of these things co properly contextualized and deployed this war should last six months mm. so now that these things are lacking what is the mm -hmm. hope for nigeria 
now? Ah, well, I don't know. We'll continue to pray. We'll continue to pray. You think yes, prayer sir. will solve Nigeria's situation? If, I don't want to say things that uh, people will now begin to, you know, let me just hold. You know, I'm in my own small corner, so let me just stay there, you know. But my views I will share if there's a need for it. If I have the opportunity to do anything about it, yes, I will do that. I will be in a position to do that. But if I don't have the opportunity, oh, I mean, we'll continue to bear the consequences. As I've written at different times, all of us have been kidnapped now. Mm. Even you in the station, you have been kidnapped. Mm. If you don't know, it's a matter of time. You can't go out anymore. You can't do the things you used to do. You can't sit out. You can't go and have a beer. You can't go and do whatever you want to do. You can't stroll on the streets. So you are already an abductee as so, you are like that. You, you, have, you, mentioned, you have mentioned the role of subnational governments, the state yes. governments. Some persons have said, uh, let us have state police. But some other mm. people are saying, why clamor again for state police, especially down here in the south, when you already have Amotekun? Is there something different that state well, police I, will do other I, than what Amotekun is currently doing? I wish I could. I wish I could refer you to the to one of my posts on Facebook um, in 20, 2018 or thereabout ever before Amotekun was formed when it was being contemplated. My brother, this is not rocket science. Amotekun cannot deliver. That's the truth. Hmm. Yes, Amotekun, as presently constituted, as presently conceptualized, cannot deliver. Why can't Amotekun deliver? Security has moved beyond brass tackles. There's the element of brass tacks, hard knuckles. There's that element in there in, in security. But today's security is as dynamic as life now. So, the concept of Amotekun, probably okay, but the truth of the matter is that the, 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 the fine details of how to make Amotekun work is not in place. And until the fine details is revealed, I told you about the foundation. If the foundation is right, that's all you can do. Every other thing will remain superficial. Amotekun can be, can be, you can, you can be Amotekun, you can be Ekun, you can be anything. But the truth of the matter is that, and same for state police. Same for, same for state police. The truth of the matter is that if we have state police today, they will be bogged down by the same structures that have made Nigerian police inefficient. You have Nigerian police, you have civil defense, you have uh, NIA, you have all of you have the military, you have all of those things, and we still have. You see, the greatest power that anybody has to fight crime is what is enshrined in your statutes. So, what, what part of the statutes? Let's let's take a look at. We, we have just about six minutes more to go, but uh, let's let's just pick one or two of those statutes that brother, have made it difficult. Go back to go. No, 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 no. First and foremost, go back to section fourteen, subsection two of your constitution that says security and welfare shall be the primary purpose of government. If something is primary, then you have to act it out. You have to give life to it. A situation where, um, I mean, in this idea of people saying that, oh, okay, until you recruit policemen from Adoikiti before you can cop crime in Adoikiti, I think it's lazy. It's defeatist. Crime does not recognize faces. Hmm. It doesn't recognize geography. Whether you have tribal marks, tribal marks on your cheeks or not, it doesn't. 
but there are ways to ensure that a criminal is taken on even ever before if the structures are in place and you know that there are deterrences that will not make that chances are that you will not succeed I mean, in, in Texas, in the United States, in Texas, there's a bumper sticker that I saw on the car one time. They even appeal to you, commit a crime. That's the, the bumper sticker reads, commit a crime. It is a matter of time. <laughs> you understand? Mm -hmm. They appeal. They say, okay, yeah, go ahead and commit the crime now. That it's a matter of time. Are there structures to ensure that while you are even thinking about it, you 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 will know that yes, this is this is this is like seventy percent is going to fail. Not even to talk about ninety percent. There are there are crimes that you commit or contempt to cont contemplate, and before you hack them out, you know that you have failed that issue. All right. Particularly if all of those structures and all of the dynamics are in place. And Botekun does not reflect the reality of how to fight modern crimes and all criminals. Right. All right. 0811 8002723. 0811-800-2723. The other line to call is 0816-781-4132. I am speaking with Congressman Bimbo Damola. We are talking about insecurity and its likely impact on the 2023 polls. Do you have any question? Let's have you. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. What's your name? Good morning, sir. Good morning. I can hear you clearly. What's your name? Ayo from Ado, sir. All right. Ayo from Ado, go ahead with your question yes, or sir. contribution. Yes, and uh, as regards the, the bad day that happened in Yomo last week, very day, State Assembly that election. It applies to the family of those that lost their lives in that election. But what happened very sadly, you know, that is a pointer or a signal to the next year's election. Make it safe. And also a signal to the presidential election. Now, if I go out now to go and vote, I'm a leader. If I stay in my house, that means they will have ample chance to leave the nation to favor themselves. In a situation whereby they are voting just for a person out of assembly, the key three people are. It's very bad. Though. I'm just employing all our positions and our people, leaders, that they should, they should correct wrongs now. All right, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Ayo. Let's see if we can take one more call. 0811 Hello. Hello, good morning. Good morning, sir. Good morning. Lawrence talking from Isaki. Right, you know what happened on, uh, on Saturday? It's just a signal to next year election if we are not careful. Lawrence is talking from Isaki. Thank you. Thank you very much, Lawrence. Oh, it's one one eight zero zero two seven two three. Eight one one eight zero zero two seven two three. I still have Congressman Bimbo Damola on the line. Okay. Hello. Good morning.
Okay, all right. I think it's time for us to say our buys. But just before we go, Congressman Bimbo Damola, uh, you've painted quite a grim picture of Nigeria. In fact, some of them, some of the qualities that you have mentioned now, matches some of the things that the Financial Times read out and used to brand Nigeria a failed state. How can Nigeria, just very quickly, beyond prayers, which you have said, and some of the other solutions, how can Nigeria recover from this seeming failure? Well, I don't think Nigeria is a failed state yet. Uh, if, the, if, 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 if Nigeria to be, to be, were to be a failed state, you won't even be in that studio. You'll probably be in one jungle, and you run a, a gorilla station. You know, I think it, we have a very bad situation on our hands. The spectacle does not look good. The diagnosis does not look good, no doubts about it. But I honestly think that uh, the next round of elections should provide the people. You see, when people say the ultimate power is with the people, I think the people should discover or rediscover who they are. But as long as they keep selling their votes for 2,000 era or selling their votes for 150,000, 250,000 at the primaries to elect leaders who are not who are not totally you know, committed to them, then, I mean, things will, will continue to go south. It starts and ends with the people, actually. It's a catch-22 situation. You understand? I am in support of the people saying, no, we will stand by our vote. Let's go back in time and let's go do the right thing. Ultimately, leadership, particularly when it's based on character and reputation, competence and capabilities, then we are, we are, we are, we are 50% halfway into the trip. But if we don't get that, if the systemic realities still portend this level of um, um, rent-seeking system, then things are not going to get better. You understand? Um, and I hope that I hope that people will realize that a politician who decides to to rig elections or to go to do untoward things certainly will will, will not serve you right. Mm. He will also have the mentality of okay, well. You needed my 50,000 naira, I gave it to you. So I, I paid. I paid for all your service. You understand? So yeah. it's a very complex situation, no doubt about it. It looks very bleak. But again, why I said we have to wait on, wait on prayers is because if we decide to let this country fall on everybody, it will fall on us now. If we decide to heal, then you will do right. But everything starts our hands with the leadership recruitment process and to ensure that the people get more reconsciousized to uh -huh. know that Whatever happens, there will be the consequences. All right. I have been speaking with former member of the House of Representatives, Congressman Bimbo Damola. Thank you for being a part of the bottom line this morning. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Nice talking to you. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. You too. All right. Apologies, we won't be able to pick any more calls now, but you can join me tomorrow at 8.15 a.m. on The Conversation with Samuel Olubemini. Thank you very much. Remember that we all have a duty 